1: Okay, so main chafford podcast episode 100 we've Come made on. it we fought after all the countdowns um the last night we've more or less been on the journey to this particular episode indeed indeed so excited to finally get here mm-hmm. um congratulations th- appreciate it Thank if you're you hearing that voice it is the <laughs> wonderful family who's uh, joined us Indeed. Um, he's going to be our guest on this beautiful occasion. Special guest for a special episode. That's a fact. Thank you very much. Yo, that's talk, talk. We'll we'll talk. 100 episodes, man. 100 episodes. That only has to be right. Um, so, Femi, please tell the people about yourself. This is the opportunity where we give to you to let the people know. Obviously, the book's coming out as well, so just give all the details that you know.
2: Yeah, now, nah, so uh, maybe I'll start with the book. That's, probably Go, that's the easy. best place to start, of course. <laughs> but yeah, not nah, so just to paint a little bit of a picture of how, how the story flows, um, it's a 16-year-old boy named Esso. Mm. Um, and he's basically wedged between two very different friendship groups. Mm. So on one side, he's got a, a group of friends who are sort of peace-loving, piss-taking mates, basically. On the other side, he's got a group of mates who are, like, you know, just also piss-taking, but, like, kind of dragging him into life-and-death peak situations. Yeah, right. Um and then at the same time, there's this girl named Nadia who's in the front row of, of class at school. And he's like, liked her for the longest and is trying to figure out how to tell her he's obsessed with her. Um, so one day he's, he's trying to catch the 36 to school, um, sees this kid about to get run over and pushes him out of the way. And he gets smacked by this four by four. Damn. Um, not just out of consciousness, but out, out of like reality. As we know, he gets knocked out mm. into this place called the upper world. So that's what the, it's called the upper world. Right uh yeah and in this place you can see time the way that physics describes it so like his whole life is just stretched out in front of him so like his birth is over there and his death is over there everything in between right and so yeah he what he he basically catches a glimpse of the end of his day and he sees like basically that his whole everybody he loves and knows is about to is about to get killed basically this a crazy situation um, and so he gets knocked out again in the upper world and back into like our normal 3D world mm. and realizes he's got to end the night to stop this happening. Right. Um, yeah. And then like a generation later, basically, we also see him in the future, um, where he's enlisted the help of this girl Rhea, mm. who plays football and is like a hidden physics genius. Um, and he's getting help to to do the same thing to try and stop what happened
3: right okay gosh so, yeah. no, that is
1: exciting I mean how, do you know what I always wonder when someone's on like a bit of a press tour for their new like book or album how many yeah. times have you had to tell people that same scenario do you know
2: what that that story right there actually it's funny I had a a, a, a sort of speaking training session really yeah so Penguin uh, who were publishing my book of course mm-hmm. kindly um, set me up for for this they just realised that yeah I'd be having more opportunities like this to, course, to, to yeah. chat.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And so one of the things that you do is sort of figure out how to communicate uh, yeah, the, your passion and the, mm. the story and stuff. So yeah. This is actually probably like, the f- maybe the first time I've done it outside of that official scenario. Oh, I, don't right. know, I don't know hey. how that came up. But- <laughs> nah, nah that's that's I was, <laughs> I was like,
1: yo, you sold me on the <laughs> yeah? book. Like, yeah, I mean, you you I mean, mean, was already done. very okay, interested. Okay. I mean, we're quite into that sort of uh, it's almost superhero kind of, yeah, that, that sort yeah. of um, I can't. I can't really describe what sort. of... Outside of the ordinary. Yeah, really. like, yeah. this, this is sci-fi kind of. thing. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and we yeah. enjoy that. So for us, that was perfect. Like yeah. you, 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 we were already interested, but we wow. were sold. Yeah. How did you? How do you come up with that sort of idea? Like that sounds <laughs> mad trippy, yeah. but it's it's beautiful. It's kind of poetic in oh, in I a way as well. It, how do you? How does one come to the conclusion and is able to write that story? Like, what was
2: your journey? from beginning to end writing that story yeah that's a that's a great question i, I mean maybe one part is the the inspiration um mm. so i did when i was really young i wasn't like sort of very good at school mm. um and i had maybe you know i think a lot of people have that one teacher who, who just of, believes in you yeah right. basically and that happened with me with physics um and i just got really into it and i got very good and eventually i went to like uh, Oxford studying material science, and then I specialized in quantum physics for my, mm. my master's. Um, and I just got proper, proper into it. Yeah. Um, and anyway, after that happened, I didn't actually end up continuing physics like PhD. Yeah. Um, and I just went to the working world. But there's so many things that happened afterwards that came from the fact that I thought like a physicist.
3: Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah. And then also the physics itself, I just think is interesting. It's talking about the universe we live in.
3: Mm. If
2: you believe what this, you know, Anyway, but let let, let, let me let me um, stay back on track. (laughs) But that's what what I'm saying.
1: Like physics to me is just so intriguing because it is, it's like the study more or less of our reality and why things are the way they are. And I will never be able to understand that, but that is just so intriguing on a level that i don't think we'll ever be able to if you don't understand it like the way you do it's not something you can comprehend you have to have
2: someone to 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 bring you along yeah yeah, exactly no no, and to be honest that's really what the hope of the book the book is Mm. um because i wanted to communicate a lot of these ideas which i thought do you know if somebody explained it in a simple way People will dig it because again, mm. things like time travel—that's that's what the book is exactly, all about. Like, yeah. People yeah. find that kind of stuff interesting,
3: quite fascinating. Yeah, so, so many people have their different rules of time travel. So oh, kind of digs, Yeah, you know. exactly.
2: well, do you have a specific rule for time travel? Do you know what? So my rule, because I was a physicist, well I, I set out I, when I wrote this book, I set out to try to explain how the physics of time travel works. Mm, okay, like Einstein's theory of relativity, which talks about time and space, explain that. It's a really powerful theories most people say it's probably the most i think i can't remember the wording but they're like the most like profound feats of human thought ever okay. okay crazy so i wanted to try and explain that in a way where people understood it but also mm. had a reason to give a shit in the first place which is why yeah. i put it in a story mm, okay if you have like a character who you want to follow and you sort of understand what they care about and what they stand to lose you'll go on the Makes, journey yeah of course And you yeah. might learn some physics by accident
1: Oh yeah, I like that. that was that's dope. I like that. But that's see, I think going back to your point about physics and how there's rules, especially when it relates to time travel. Like, um, is there certain films that have existed and you've seen the time travel in it, and you think these men are trying west I don't know. For there's example, too many examples. Of
2: Avengers that time travel is uh, it flawed? Do you know what? Do you know what? I respect the Avengers approach. You you lot tell me what you you guys think. I'm sure you've all seen I mean, yeah, so
1: Endgame's approach is um, more or less that if you go back to the past, that affects your future. So you going back to the past... It creates another timeline. It creates another timeline. Or I think the whole idea of that time travel is quite simple in terms of, like, back to the future, which is a great film. But if you think about it, it's kind of dumb because... You can't do that, really. It's, yeah, it's just
2: not... doesn't seem right to you. No, you, know, you, can't,
1: I, I... <laughs> you can't impact someone else's life. Like, he has right. to go back and more or less make his parents get together. Yeah. But, like, that's crazy. Like, you shouldn't yeah, really... No, the laws of nah, physics we, shouldn't allow we, no.
2: that. No, I mean, look. This is, this is a funny thing about physics as well, which and why I think it's actually easier for people to get than you think. Mm. Than one, one, You know, one, one usually thinks. Is that it's very intuitive. You have a very basic understanding. Like, this feels like it violates the law. <laughs> right, right, right. You don't have to see the X's and Y's. Facts, but, yeah. But most of the, the sort of questions and intuitions that we, these thoughts that we have, even as a kid, mm. when you're like, where's the end of the universe? Like, Ooh, there's a question that <laughs> you can't even... Right, where, do we, where do we come from? Mm. These are all things that actually physics has yeah. to do with. And, yeah. Yeah, that intuition takes you. But to answer your question about the Avengers, though, do you know what? The, the physics in it was a little bit... All over the place. Yeah, it was all over the place. But I respected the fact that
3: they kept it short. They were
2: just yeah. like... It was self-aware. They knew mm. what they were doing. They were like, let's quickly escape. Because
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the moment you overcomplicate it, that's, that's when people fact. lose interest and all they try to find I'm plot saying? holes. And when you find plot yeah, holes, it just gets silly, yeah. doesn't it? Exactly.
1: Yeah. yeah. So I think uh, something we can't gloss over is the fact that you are from the beautiful place in Southeast London known as Peckham. Um, how does that feed into your work and the book because you mentioned the bus what was the bus yeah 36 bus yeah, yeah. Oh. so talk us through how like your story your, your life story is fed into feeds into the book because it must do
2: yeah I mean bits and, and, and drabs um, I mean my main characters from Packham but I would mm-hmm. actually say that all of the when you write actually all of the characters reflect you yeah so even okay. the characters I mean my life is, is way more it's, it's a complicated storyline if I mm. told you the full thing but I was born in Africa. I spent a lot of time in the U.S. Um, I ended up moving to uh, the U.K. when I was nine. Okay. Right. And so my parents were in Rwanda at the time. And so I was staying at my aunt's house in Peckham. Um, And then at one point going to boarding school for like basically the whole of secondary school as well. Mm -hmm. um, And kind of going back and forth between the two different environments.
3: Okay. Interesting. Um,
2: And then after... I went to uni. Mm. I then went to the States for a little bit as well. Anyway, it's all over the place. But in a weird way, I think Peckham was the one place where I had continuity. Like my aunt's house, where I'd stayed since I was nine up to like, you know, 20s. I, that hadn't changed. I hadn't left. Mm -hmm. And so when you're writing something, because part of my book takes place in the future as well. Yeah. And so I had to like think about a place where, well, what would a place where I could predict what it would look like 15 years in the yeah. future? Okay. okay, yes, yeah. Interesting. So I was like, you know what? I've seen a couple of decades of change in this place, especially mm. in a place like Peckham, where it's yeah. quite a lot. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's changed um, a lot. So it helped kind of project into the future. Does that make sense? Yeah, now. Nah. So yeah. what?
1: What do you? That's actually quite an interesting question. What do you see for Peckham's future? Yeah, I mean, they finally get a tube line you know what
2: that would be sick <laughs> <laughs> <That> in <Transporting laughs> south is just, it's a, just a business anyway
1: it's a piss tick, isn't honestly, it? honestly i saw a tiktok on it which is really interesting i won't go too into it but basically the reason as to why south london is so poorly connected or doesn't have a tube line is because a lot of the so a lot of the tube lines are made after are named after the people or the companies that made it so the piccadilly line yeah. was a piccadilly company whereas there Was no company in south, no company in south that wanted to build in south London because it's just not the area, just isn't perfect for buildings, that, right? Perfect. That's the truth. Like, the ground is not good for um building. Oh, on. you mean like geologically? Ge- geologically. geologically. Okay, okay, it's I thought, Scottish, like it wasn't even socially. I was like... exactly. So, the money to do it would have cost too much. That's why south is so poorly connected. Okay. Obviously, I think they're going to look to start to change that. They probably got different technology now as well. Oh, they have to, yeah. In South yeah. has to be More More people are living In those areas Brixton's the only place In South that has A tube line That's yeah, ridiculous It's actually a piss
3: take You know I, 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 Yeah That's, That's why I asked you crazy. How you got here Because it's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's a mission man
2: For real dog But we actually have A decent bus network I think in... Oh I don't know I. <laughs>
3: You've
2: got trams as well Don't
3: you You've got trams What Croydon yeah, i got trams on uh, there.
2: And also, there. like, I mean, you have some overground trains as well. Like, Yeah, yeah exactly.
1: It's not the end of the world, but they need a be they are not landlocked, but. <laughs> They're not landlocked. <laughs> but, nah, the bus is my least favourite form of transport.
3: Yeah, you hate a bus. Oh, I don't know why man. you hate it so much. <laughs> <laughs> if, f- if
1: I can avoid getting on a bus or if it, if the journey involves a bus i'll just get an uber like,
3: yeah. that's how he's, much i hate he, the buses he's too yeah, bougie yeah. for buses bring, <laughs> you're bring, you're that's, that's how it. i got here by the way to <laughs> 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 I, had to there, I was like yo,
2: i was looking at all the maps like,
1: nah i can't be honest i'll respect yeah.
2: man gotta do what right you
3: gotta there. do man 100% what are you gonna say um your upbringing in peckham because you said you know the continu- continuity yeah you spent most of your time there in one like long sweep yeah how was it growing up there? What was your experiences growing up in Peckham?
2: Yeah, I mean, probably. I mean, can kind of, you know? What? Honestly, I feel like I had the lightest experience in Peckham that you could have in terms of like how peak Peckham can be. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. If that makes any sense, um, you know, I think I kind of went to my cousins. For instance, we lived in a house like four of us. Um, uh, four boys and then me and another point, like, another guy, so kind of come in and out. Mm. Um, and so I was going to school. Sorry about that. Really I was going funny. to boarding school um, in Somerset and I would come back and it was you kind of compare stories of your experience mm. and it was crazy and I I mean, it was actually quite jarring for me because I also came from school in the U.S. So I was in the U.S. from five to nine then moved to London. Mm. yeah, And then went from, like, a school in the U.S., which is, like, if you see something like Boys in the Hood, it's kind of, like, yeah. feels like that, sort of new, new, okay. Newcastle, Delaware, if you look that yeah. up. <laughs> okay. Um, and then I went to, like, from that to, like, Harry Potter school. <laughs>
3: <laughs> went <to> Hogwarts.
2: <laughs> in the countryside. I mean, there were some stories that were, like, when I first got there, mm. there was one kid who was, he was just trying to, like, chill with me. Mm. He, he was joking with me. He pushed me like just pushed me out the way. Yeah, and I just thought like this, this is the same fight. Um, and so anyway, that took me yeah, and then I, I got into like a, a full on fight, but it was just like a different environment. Mm. And Then I, I adjusted to that environment, and then coming back to Beckham and seeing different things happen. Mm. I mean, I'm going too much into that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not my things to say, but
3: yeah, nah, it's crazy actually. Yeah, just the, but it's good though because like yeah, you've taken some of your experiences and you've kind of. Put it into uh, into the book and use it as like like inspiration. So you you know the, the book is based in Peckham. Yeah. You know you mention buses. You there's. I'm assuming there will be a, a lot of a uh, London Southeast, South East South London influence in the yeah, book. Yeah, it's, so.
2: it's, it's deep in it. It's deep in it. I mean, mm. I think the culture in Peckham is is rich, and I think especially as a sort of British Nigerian, yeah. you know, there aren't many places in the world I would say where you feel not judged. <clears throat> so like yeah not kind of i think if i'm talking about sort of like racism that kind of stuff yeah yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm saying 100 and so like if you go if you go to nigeria they still see you as a british kid if you go Mm. to the uk there's still that otherness yes of course when you have black cultural centers like peckham like bricks you feel like you belong in it it feels natural it's like it's, it's like home i
3: remember i used to live in east london and my dad used to take me to like saturday school and there was a certain saturday school in peckham and whenever we'd go there, it was literally just filled with like Nigerians, mm. couple and um, uh, people from the Caribbean as well, but mostly yeah. just Nigerians. And I didn't realize growing up that that was such a cultural hub yeah. for Nigerian people. Yeah. So yeah, it definitely is an interesting thing. I think it's kind of crazy how like like time has progressed. Think like people from that area or even from East as well. That like, like they've done really amazing things. Like yeah, they come from crazy. bad areas. Yeah. But we've managed to. No, I think you
1: that's know. that is and like your like yourself I think that you know I think a book like this is one of those things that could uh, seriously change your life because it is such an interesting story it's one yeah, of those things you could be sitting here and in a year from now you know you're on the sort, sort of same level as J.K. Rowland or uh, something yeah yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> money long, that's what I Listen, money long, Yo, damn, but it is, one of, yeah. it is
1: such a, like when you described it, there, it was such a fascinating story. And it's a story that I think a lot of people will want to sink their teeth into and get involved in as well. Yeah. It's just something the story is a story of as old as time, but your the spin that you're putting on it yeah. is really what will sell it and make it different. People want to be able to immerse themselves in a world like that, and I think what you're doing is. What the book is going to do and what you're doing is fantastic, really. No, I appreciate it's, it, bro. Like a, it's going to be a very exciting read. What's the most, I don't know, you don't want to give too much away at this point, but what's the most interesting aspect of the book for yourself? Like, what's your favourite part?
2: What's my favourite part? Jeez, that's a good question. I've never actually been asked that question, you know. You can't say all of it. No, I can't say all of it. <laughs> I can't say all of it. I can't say all of it. Um, do you know what? My favorite bits are just, like, the jokes. Mm. One thing I wanted to do with the book, because I think a lot of books are just quite serious. You know, when you watch a film, there's a certain amount where you're like, okay, unless this is a seriously sick film, Mm. there better be some laughs in it, like, pretty often. Yeah. (laughs) Break the tension a bit. Yeah, Mm. break the tension. We were talking about Avengers earlier on. That that has a lot of laughs throughout. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think, yeah, for some reason, I don't see that as much in books. Yeah, And so it's sort of like, how can we incorporate that, like... How can we have conversations that reflect the kind of banter that you would have, you know, if if we were kind of, yeah, just in a certain environment, kind of school environment, different environments, yeah, um, just having it be funny. So just, uh, I think my favorite bits actually aren't even necessarily the more sci-fi bits, but more when you just have like teenagers making like... Jokes and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking like
1: in between is I love it. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. brilliant. No, I think that's that's gonna be a very exciting part of the film. And again, like you said, it does it does help to break the tension. Um, and it is good because I think like you said, a lot of books are serious. Yeah. Um, so it is good that there's gonna be those little moments in the book where it's needed,
3: you know, because you know, if you're reading for something too long it's and it's too serious, serious, you're not sorry. your, your nah. mind just like Kind of zones out. Exactly. That's exactly what I'm saying. How, how, when did you actually start writing a book? Like, when was the beginning? Yeah. Do you know
2: what? So, it's about three years ago now. So, it took me like two and a half years to write.
3: Mm. Right. Did you write much before, or was this your first book where you're like, no, let's just do this?
2: I didn't write before. Um, Yeah. I literally decided I was going to write the book, and then I started reading books that would teach me how to write books. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. right. So you've not always been into like, nah, not at all. Running I was and, in the physics writing. side of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I, I didn't have,
3: yeah, experience in it at all. But, well, did you find it hard to like, kind of change that, like thought process to learn that, to how to write, write, books and that?
2: Yes and no. I mean, it's hard in the sense to like, doing anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You've never it's done it yeah, um, yeah, Yeah. But it's also easy, it, much easier than you think. Mm. I think, Writing's one of those things where most people, and I was included in this until like three years ago. Most people believe that either you're a good writer or a bad writer. Okay. <clears throat> Almost like you're born with the skills or you want. Right. But there's there's a there's a cheat there's the cheat codes, so like mm. there's the code book, and if you find it, there's actually a lot of things that you Is it
1: finding the cheat code for yourself though, like the one that works best for you? Or it's just there's yeah, there's I there's mean, a cheat code and that's it's it. It's
2: sort of like imagine it's it's like anything. It's mm. like it's like music. Uh, you could spend the whole time trying to look around to find the song that best, at, but, like, most of the time, you just look at what your, your mates are doing, like, mm. what the most popular music is out there. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing with writing. There's, like, a, a number of books where these are, like, the, the recommended books yeah. that will get you there. And I mean, like, if you're ever interested in writing, I could obviously share them with you. But I think reading, like, a book, sort of a couple of hundred pages, you'd be surprised. On the writing process, you'd be surprised just how much you can pick up and you'd be like oh that's how they're doing mm. and you'll never you'll never read a book the same way or you never yeah. watch a film the same way yeah. um, oh, okay. once you once you've seen the cheat codes as well oh. it's like oh that's what they're doing fair enough no I think
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's what they be doing <laughs> i get that i get that yeah. so you know what it's interesting because you say as in terms of i think we're all quite into film, and then when you watch stuff online especially for me like i watch uh, this thing where VFX artists they react to the VFX in films and it's just ruined my enjoyment really? well not ruined but now I'll be seeing That's stuff and I'll be funny. like yo it's janky
3: give us man. an example what would you say
1: oh my god there was some bad CGI I mean the best example I think we all know it is as good as the film is <laughs> the CGI in the in, in the third act of Black Panther
2: is some of the worst I've ever seen it is seen. really bad
3: the budget but, ran out <laughs>
2: the
1: way the way I said wrap it up
3: I didn't understand that was like the climax out. as well you just had to yeah, watch this cartoon like that
1: rhino look Fake, and then when they were both going
3: at it, in uh, see, I don't mind when they're outside and they were fighting, but once they came to the railway system, Psh, that's yeah. where it looked like it was PS2 graphics. He's <laughs> looking so like, it's like the Flash CW going. type shit right For now. For real,
1: yeah. nah, I was not once that. you see this, shit, it's it's hard to look back, man. They really ruined it, and they also do um, oh, what's it? Who are the people that do? Stunt men react That's they also okay. do that. And there's so many stunts That you just think Wow They fucked up there Like it's a punch That shouldn't have gone oh, That way or, Oh damn um, Stunt actors want Like the lighting To be a particular way So If I see uh, A fight scene No matter how good The film is But The fight scene's In the dark And you can tell They've not had a lot of time To come together
2: With the choreography For the fights You just know It's gonna be poor. What you're describing Is that same thing mm. After that You're like Oh like you, you can watch films, you, you also know where they, they did well and where they where failed. They like, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. It's the same thing you're talking about. You can tell, like, the darkness means, the, like, yeah, and it's was just... Uh, you can giant. already
1: tell. And I'm sure that's what you experience now yeah. when you
2: read a book or you see a book. Um,
1: yeah, know,
2: yeah, I'm getting there, man. I'm still, I'm still pretty, I've only been doing this for a few years. And there's people mm-hmm. who are like, it's, I could still look at other people's writing and just be like, oh, yeah, this person's like, no, there's
1: matter. levels to yeah. this, yeah, 100%. I was
3: just
2: going
1: to say, who are some of your favorite authors then that you've been, or that you've taken inspiration from going into this experience, and then just in
2: general, really? Yeah, <clears throat> yeah no, it's, it's all over the place, honestly. I'd, I'd say on the author's side, um, people like Shimamanda. I nasty man.
3: What's up, bro? Mm-hmm.
1: What are you saying? What's up, bro? It's all good, bro. No problem. Hundredth episode. Eman just walked in the building. I've
3: got get our aliases off. Actually, we didn't even do that. <laughs> Eman G for five in the building.
0: What's going on? Hell? Hello. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a bit late. No problem. Yeah, it was just it was it was horrible, man. Because quite literally, I live five minutes from, close to the yard, like next to the yard. The station is five minutes to the yard. Yeah. And then I timed it. In the moment I got to the station, I just saw the train leave. Yeah, like, yeah.
2: There's nothing
1: you can do in them social. Sorry, sorry, sorry,
2: bro. Cool. You made it though. You made it though. Bro. That's the most yeah, we yeah, have yeah. Thank God. <laughs> thank God for, for life.
0: <laughs> we we thank God. We thank God I'm here. But yeah, sorry yeah, I'm late. Let's Yeah. No, it's, um, yeah. This this car, it's kind of mad because like, this is the 100th episode and like everything's supposed to be. It's spotlight. fine. You're here, bro. It's fine.
1: You got still got time. That's a fact. One hundred, baby. You made it. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. So, Yeah, I think what was the, the question? Was who yeah, was the... well,
2: well, yeah, inspirations and stuff. Yeah. yeah, so I think on the book side, probably Chimamanda, um, Stephen King. I don't know if you've read anything. I'm so if you haven't read it, you've seen a lot of his films, like The, it, the Green Mile, Shawshank yeah. Redemption, all based off his stories. Okay. Um, but he's sick. Wilson Scott Card, he does a lot, a lot of sci fi stuff. Mm. But honestly, because when I was writing this book, I wanted to partly reach kids, um, Got you. I I think music was a big inspiration as well mm-hmm. just to like see like the way drill and sort of grime was just rising in the uk mm. um yeah i mean so is the
1: music reference in the book as well or is that something it's or it's is you can tell that the influences yeah you,
2: you, you could tell you could tell there's, a, there's i think there's a couple of references yeah but you, you could tell as part of
3: I mean, when you grow up as a teenager that's when you listen to most music exactly you read, yeah. So. yeah i hear that so you form your identity With music Honestly like, yeah That's a point where You go from listening to Whatever's on the radio To actually forming your own
2: that's Your fact. own oh, yeah, taste 100%, For sure Yeah 100% And what you listen to At that point Is what you hold on to Probably for the rest, the rest of your life Yeah, yeah. that's, true yeah, that's, that's true. True. true yeah, 100% Yeah, yeah nah, nah so Yeah I think that But I don't know man I'm, I'm not one of these These people who has like A picture of someone on my wall <laughs> <laughs> Nah I hear that That like, makes sense
1: Like Mike Like Mike, like Mike.
2: <laughs> Yo
1: He's
3: a yeah, legend. So, he you know, one legend. thing is great, though. Like, we had... Uh, it was Katie who came on. And she yes. we were discussing just, like, black people and writing and putting, making books. And uh, it was, uh, like, black males in particular mm. typically yeah. don't write and typically yeah. don't put books out. So the fact that we've had you here yeah, is that's actually a find. really amazing thing. No, I appreciate that. And, like, yeah. it's just interesting to think, like, you didn't even start with writing in mind. Like, you're obviously about physics and stuff like that. With your With your you know, your journey into physics, was that just through you choosing or was that from like your parents or an external source? Because in my life, I was never, science was never really the thing for me. Like I I, I was yeah. good at maths, I was good at English, but science was always to me like, oh, I, my, I can't wrap my, my brain around it. Okay, So was that something you just chose like that comes to you naturally?
2: No, it's not, it's not. You remember I said earlier on about how writing is one of those things that you think you either get it or not? Yeah. I 100% believe that physics and maths are those things. Okay. Mm, The same way we're not—it's not you're born a good at it or not. Either you somebody gives you a the curiosity—that's a big thing—and b Mm. the cheat codes. That's what determines whether you get into something, whether you get good at it. I mean, don't get me wrong; there are differences in terms of how we're born, but they're way, way, way weaker, in my opinion, than the environment. Interesting. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. nurture over. you also nature. made a mention that your teacher... Well, of yeah, you. I just yeah. had a teacher who... Do you know what? It happened in two stages. The first was one of my mates told me the fact that, like, apparently America and Russia had, like, thousands of nuclear weapons. Like I was, like, a 10, 11-year-old kid. Mm. And he's, like, each of these nukes... Like, the, the nuke that they dropped on Hiroshima killed 100,000 people. Mm. Like, yeah. a lot of those people instantly. Mm. right? And the amount of material that, that, that created that fucking fireball was, like, the size of this... Mm. Bottle. That's how much Matter was converted Into energy Yeah And so It just A blew my mind Just as a concept B I was like Yo how many of these nukes are (laughs) (laughs) Instant paranoia So I'm just sitting In my bed Just like What what if (laughs) somebody Presses
3: the wrong button
0: They still have The the same amount of nukes Yeah was that they still have the same amount of
1: nukes? Have not produced
0: anything. Made,
2: yeah, yes, oh. that, yes. It's, it's insane how many there. But now still.
1: I'm hearing they've got a hydrogen bomb. Like, what yeah, are they? man,
2: the ones that they well, have now are like ten thousand yeah. times more powerful than. They're Jesus trying to Christ. make it
1: current if they ever drop, man. Mate. So I, I think, I think the ones... <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's
0: over, bro. It's over. The one, the one that dropped in Hiroshima well. right. was like only a certain mile um, radius. Yeah. Mm. Whereas this one. So like if you it, drop it in London, it can go away to money, money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, damn.
2: No, the the weapons are crazy. You know, if you drop a nuclear bomb in space, it creates an electromagnetic pulse that will shut down all the electronics. On Earth, yeah, but right. like in that place where the pulse reaches it, basically. Yeah, hell. <laughs> yo, these man should not
1: be playing like it's at it's cool. Just don't have them. Get it's rid it's of them.
2: Yeah, so that bothered me, and then I just like, you know, I want to learn more about this, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then I, you know, the, yeah, that curiosity got into me, and then I was, it needed an outlet. You know? Yeah, the gap is short, right? If you don't get something to feed it, it probably would have killed. I never would have known I was good at this stuff. Man. Yeah. yeah, but then I, I found someone to teacher who basically. Kind of said, oh, yeah, have a look at this book. Have, have a look at this. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of went from there. But when I was younger, I was very bad at school. And at one point was meant to get excluded from from sort of mainstream schooling because I, I wasn't keeping up. So right, that, that's why I'm such a strong believer because I, I saw it go a little bit from yeah. one to the other intellectually, you know?
3: Yeah.
2: So when my, uh, I
1: guess, a question would be, when you find finalize a book and you're looking for a publisher, how does that go about? And then obviously Penguin is a big name. So how does, obviously, he must really believe in the products as well, which, you know, gives, yeah, it, it yeah. informs us of how good Big it really is. Um, how does that, come, how do you go about getting to that final stage of publishing?
2: Yeah, so, I mean, it depends on, there's different ways to cut cake. And I definitely have, I don't know, I don't have, like, the book on how to do yeah, it. I yeah. can tell you my experience, basically, but, sure. um, yeah, no, so I wrote the book. I mean, I think these days, back in the day, you could write, like, a couple chapters. Mm-hmm. These days, you still hear about every once in a while, like somebody was having a conversation with somebody and said, yeah. "Hey, I want to write this book," and they're like, "Okay, I'll give you a deal to write it." Mm-hmm. That that shit doesn't really happen. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> right. Um. <laughs> 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 okay, yeah. Um. So you come, you gotta come a bit more correct, especially in fiction. Nonfiction, you can you can put a sick proposal, do do most for there. But I finished the manuscript. I got a lot of feedback from people. Mm. Um like sort of people on the kind of more bookish side. Um like my my friends on ends as well to make sure you know everything yeah. made sense and it wasn't gonna get like just trying to get different angles. Because yeah. everybody has blind spots. Yeah. So you have to iron that out. So I sent it out then I sent it to them. Um and no I sent it to my agent. No, I should I should tell you how I got the agent I guess as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 um yeah nah so you know it's like everything it's a it's a mix of networking mm. and just having your, your shit correct as well yeah okay oh yeah like you have to have both of those plus some luck yeah um but i had this one friend who i went to uni with who published a book mm. and she's actually gone on to have like quite a lot of success okay so i, I chatted to her and i said and i said can we grab some coffee um i mentioned at some point yeah i'm writing a book it's a couple you know maybe a year or so away um be sick if you could have a look hoping that if it was good enough she might said you know so I finished the first draft and I sent it to her. Mm. And she just responded with like three bullet points of like, you need to change this. Oh, <laughs> so these, these were deep <laughs> changes. Oh, man. Um, so I went, spent another year working on it. Um, and then I sent it back to her and she was like, okay, I'll afford it. All right. And then I lined up a, a bunch of other ones. I had like an Excel spreadsheet and I sent it to like a few others. But actually they did they, they, they they all came back, actually, with some interest, if that makes any sense. Yes. Oh, that's great. Okay. Um, and so... But I had a good process. Because, you know, with the concept of the book, I'm trying to do physics plus, like, a contemporary culture kind of book. Do you know what I mean? Mm, yeah. And those aren't two things that most people saw together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I got advice from, for instance, black people who... Black writers who were just like, you know, bro, I don't think this is going to... I don't think this is going to work. Like, oh, wow. <laughs> oh, interesting. Not only that they were like, no, this is sick. But... I don't know if it will, if they'll get it.
1: Okay, if it will translate. Yeah. Then, yeah.
2: And so we did a bunch of things to try and get around that. I actually ended up making like a two-minute YouTube uh, video, like a sort of reel of it kind of thing, yeah. just to explain the concept, explain who I was. So I sent that with the the package, um, with my book, basically. You got you The, the sort of word file, plus a two-minute YouTube video. And it worked yeah
1: congratulations I'm, yeah no for real <laughs> yeah, thank you for real because that's a lot of i guess it's a bit of a journey and it's a process but i think it's a, a process which you'd have to go through but that makes complete sense like yeah the no. journey that one would have to go go through in order to get from one place to another with the book um and it's good that you got that much feedback because i feel like you covered every corner as yeah. well
2: um and including like physics feedback as well Okay, yeah. Yeah, it's getting. So all there was no yeah. ground that wasn't covered. Yeah, basically. I mean, it's not a perfect book, but like, you do your best in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, of nah, don't say yourself short. Man. First, first of many, though, you know exactly, what I mean? I exactly. appreciate it. No um, do you think there's a,
1: there's a world where there could be another follow up book almost? Another yeah, issue? no, I'm
2: writing the sequel right now. Damn. Okay, exclusives. Nice. nice. But, 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 yeah. Heard it first. <laughs> 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 number yeah, two, nah, is I'm number writing way. the right now. I'm writing the sequel right now. So Go, I'm going back to Africa for it as well. Okay. okay. I'm excited that's, that's for that. Nice. Well, isn't it's gonna be set in partly. So the book one is set in Peckham, but book two is it's a prequel sequel. Have you seen like The Godfather before? Yeah, yeah it's Godfather how two yeah. goes to sound number two. Kaiser. Yeah, it sort of goes back to like his dad when he took Leon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you also see Michael. Mm, After in the events In the present, yeah So it's the same kind of deal I like that So Sandwich is the storyline like So you kind of get the To understand Yeah, yeah I that's, just, no. that's dope and So um, the main character like, We go um, back to his his,
0: his, his Almost day. like Power and then Kanan
2: <laughs> Like what? what?
0: Power and then Kanan You know like Power And like what 50 Cent is showing
2: Oh, the souls. And then
0: now he has Kanan
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Is that like a pre, a prelude? Is it? Yeah, a prequel. It's a prequel, so Yeah. Three,
0: three or four episodes. Now four episodes as soon as this comes out, but it's three episodes in at the moment.
2: Do you know, I never got into Power. You know, I uh, don't blame you. I watched like three, four episodes. I thought it was, I thought it was pretty interesting, but there's just so many shows out here right now. Mm. Yeah, you yeah. made the right decision to start. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> after, after season three, just, really? But
2: people a say it's sick though. Yeah. Uh, my, my
3: wife loves it. It's right. I don't know. It's
0: right. I, I enjoyed it.
2: Got your happy price,
3: priceline. In my humble opinion.
0: Yeah. I've not seen season four yet, but
3: you yeah, know, like say that it's For real. Man like is, Damson, it is much better. I, I clocked on the episode that came out recently. <laughs> right there, and you had like, slap your daddy. Yeah. <laughs> and I realized that's from Snowfall. Yeah, yeah. That's, you stuck that episode. right in at the end of the episode. Uh, and I was yeah. like, where's where did this come from? So one of the, one of the
0: episodes.
3: Um
0: basically. Well, it's a spoiler, but in season... I think it's in season two. I think it's in season two. Yeah. And basically, um, one of the main characters gives a kilo of cocaine to his friend. And his friend's dad takes it and doesn't give it back and doesn't pay for it. Okay. So... <laughs> and his father is a porn director. Oh, my God. Let's do that the... That.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, like... This is a great scene to be fair So
0: basically the main character's uncle is excited to go to the father's house Because he knows that there's going to be women there Because that's what he's known for He goes in Busts through the door It's not what he expects to see yeah. He's shooting porn But it's um Gay porn So then now <laughs> So then now everything just goes Like it's, it's a completely different scene And then Yeah um, moments moments They're basically saying What happened to the brick? Like we need the brick and then he just continues, and is like, you know what, you need to slap your dad.
1: <laughs> like, Where the titties? There's supposed to be titties. <laughs> <in." Yeah. laughs>
3: it's a great scene. Slap your daddy. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the way he says it. It's like what? He's
1: <laughs> really well spoken. That like, he's born oh, and yeah. got a British
3: accent. Fantastic. Yeah, and, uh, nah, it's yeah. insane. Oh, it's, it's... Yeah.
1: The Brits so, don't play, man. Um, yeah. Yeah,
3: Sorry, we went completely <laughs> off topic. <laughs> completely off topic, yes. but yeah, yeah. <laughs> what was I
1: gonna say? Um, okay, so what are some of your Favorite theories on in terms of the world of physics and time travel and sci-fi, like what are some of the things? Because I'm quite into Neil deGrasse Tyson and yeah. all of his and how he speaks about physics and how it works. What are some of your favorite theories?
2: Do you know what? If you, yeah, I mean, I think my 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 the one I like most right now is quantum field theory. Mm. Um, Break it down for the people. You really want to? You want to ah, do this? I don't think you can. Can't <laughs> you? quantum. Do you know what? So, try and break it down. Try, try, try. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna try this. You know, I literally had a whiteboard out this morning, writing down like all kinds of stuff and equations, trying to do what you're asking me to do right now, mm. <laughs> and I did, and I didn't finish. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna try because this okay. is also some of the stuff in like that book too. But, um, all right. So very simply, imagine an empty world. Okay. Yeah. Empty okay. universe. Nothing in there. Right. And then the first layer comes in, which is a field, almost like a substance, right? Invisible substance, but it's a field that's throughout the whole universe and it's called the electromagnetic field, okay? And at certain points in the universe, it's almost like got like a, a string kind of nature. It, it can have fluctuations, Right. that makes any sense. So at certain mm-hmm. points, it could like oscillate, right? So that's one field. Then you have this other field called the proton field and you have a bunch, in, the, in total, I think 25 different fields all overlaid on top of each other. Okay, and each of them having different sparks and fluctuations in different places. Mm-hmm. Now, it turns out that's what quantum field theory describes, the fact that the entire universe, you have these fields pervading all of space and time, and every time there's an oscillation, a vibration in the field, that corresponds to a particle. Right. So an electron is just an oscillation in the electron field. Okay. Okay. Now, you then have these things between them, which there's <laughs> four more fields. And those other fields, basically, allow the fields to interact with each other. Okay. Okay? And so long and short of it, all of the forces of nature, there's four forces of nature. Le- electromagnetics, that's the electromagnetic field. Uh, there's the weak nuclear, strong nuclear, and then there's gravity. Mm. Right. All of those things encapsulated into this field theory that describes why the world looks the way it looks. Okay. But that's the most fundamental understanding we have of what reality is made of.
3: So can we not see the electromagnetic field? We can interact with it. Right.
2: But even the the, the act of seeing is involves evil. things going to your eyes, right? Those things are called photons. So like the light is called photons. And what is a photon? It's actually a disturbance in the electromagnetic field. Right. So we're all part of it. Okay. <laughs> okay. So Thanks. without those sense. four
1: elements, there would be no universe.
2: Yeah, yeah,
1: 100%. Yeah. So if you took one of them away, is it like it would be. Was it curtains? Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, it's, it's, def- it's definitely curtains, yeah.
2: It's <laughs> no, nah, so nah. definitely curtains. Now, nah, most most of those things, they, they they have like numbers that define them. So, like, you know, like, yeah, pi equals 3.14. Yeah. Like, the strength of electric magnetic field is, you know, blah, blah, blah. If you move it by even just a percentage, a percentage, a percentage, Nothing works anymore in the universe. Shit like that, like the sun terrifying. wouldn't have the sun wouldn't have formed. That's, that's horrifying.
1: Like... Do you know why I don't like <laughs> stuff like this? Because it's it's just the fact we're here is just so much by a chance, and the fact we're here that and it's so perfect. If that makes sense, yeah.
2: Like, that everything you say by, works.
1: It's, it's by design. Jeez.
2: Hey, you trying to get me in trouble with my parents right now? <laughs> <laughs> just say yes. <laughs> um, do you know what I, I? I do. People who like the whole God versus no God argument, I think is. I don't. I think it's a bit of a false choice. Um, I I think that God exists. I just mm-hmm. think it's very very far for kind of like the white be you know white bearded dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like yeah, I think yeah. it's. I think God is probably the, the the forces that I was describing just a couple of seconds ago. It's mm-hmm. my, that makes sense. Not them specifically, but just, like, within a, the reality that we exist in.
1: Because it's just, yeah, like, again, it goes back to the point of if one thing is off, like, it is too perfect. And the fact that, you know, just one one thing being off and the sun doesn't get formed, you know, that's that's insane. Like, yeah. there's, everything is here and it ha- all comes together to make a perfect system. Yeah. and Which we wouldn't have without it. I mean, do you study or understand the idea of, like, black holes and stuff like that?
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, not like deeply, because I, I did like my 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 master's stuff was in quantum computing. So I mm. was trying to come with a quantum computer, which, by the way, that's pretty cool. Technology. How does that work? In the, in the, in the we are <laughs> very close.
0: We are very close to it, are we? We're, we're kind of close.
2: Yeah. So I worked on it like ten years ago. Computers. Um, and I was designing a quantum memory system. Okay, so the memory system that we would use for a quantum system once we built it. I mean, I didn't know it was going to take this. <laughs> um, but yeah, we kind of all knew it would take decades before the technology caught up with the theory. Got you. Okay. So, so what is the theory? So, the, yo, you guys are really going for it today. <laughs> <laughs>
1: now we're trying to get right, intelligent, quantum man. Quantum
2: theory done, quantum computing now, okay. <laughs> all right. Um, no, let's do it. Let's do it. So, man, do you want the one-minute version? Two-minute or three-minute three minute version? Give us a two. A two-minute version. All right, calm. Um... So there are certain two types of problems. One is an easy problem. One is a hard problem. Mm. An easy problem is one where when you increase the amount of things by little, like, let me give you an example. Let's say, for instance, I say to you, there's 10 stops you have to make as an Amazon driver. Right?
3: Yeah.
2: You have to figure out what's the optimal route, the shortest route. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's actually what you call a hard problem. Because every time you add one stop, You have to run all the calculations again. They call it sort of, and it scales badly. Yeah. And it turns out if there was a hundred stops, the number of combinations that you have to look through to figure out what's the shortest route. If you took every single atom in the known universe and gave it 10 billion years, and and each, every atom in the known universe, turn it to computer, right? Mm. And each of those computers could be used to solve this problem. It wouldn't be solved in 10 billion years. And so there's a lot of problems in life that computers are just so far from fixing because the the amount of computation power requires is insane. That's just how numbers work, it turns out. That's a certain type of problems. And a lot of things fall into this. Anyway, what quantum computers do, they take advantage of a very strange property of reality, which is that when you zoom in, right? So you have the hair on my finger, when you zoom to that, you have atoms. Then when you go really down, you have things like electrons. Mm. Now an electron at the quantum level, that tiny level, it turns out it can be, it shows these properties that make you believe that actually the electron exists in multiple universes. What? <laughs> I mean, there's two different interpretations of this stuff, but it behaves as if there are two electrons interacting with each other when they can all like they've done these experiments called a double slit experiment where they shoot one single electron through a slit where it has sort of like two slit options. Yeah. So it can go through here or there. And they shoot one electron at a time through those slits, and the pattern that it makes on the back, because it goes through the slits, you know, yeah. some get blocked, but the pattern it makes on the back after mm. the, isn't a pattern where you'd expect from just having one electron. It's as if two electrons go through it, they attract and repel each other, interfere with each other, and it creates a pattern that shows that there was in that path there was like two electrons behaving as if we there, there are two parallel parallel universes interact with each other. Now, there's different interpretations of that. That's mine and a lot of people agree with that interpretation. Mm. It's called the Everett interpretation but the crazy thing about this world where you have this multiplicity is the more electrons you add on top, right, in terms of computer system, the more multiplicity you get and it goes insane in terms of like just how the numbers blow up in terms of how many parallel universes you can connect to each yeah. other. Right. So what they've done, and this is what was what I was doing in my my my, my paper and stuff, was we figured out, um, well at least in my paper, we, we figured out how to code a quantum algorithm. Okay. Okay. Which means that you can put a problem in there, and in each of the different universes, the problem is being solved. Okay. Right. And so you split the problem over all of those universes so that the amount of time it takes is like that. Even quicker.
1: Yo, Kang is real, man. I'm telling you. you get the TVA on the, on the, the phone. The Black owned as well. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Black owned. It's like, oh it
2: okay, so that's, cool. that's interesting. So that's very interesting. Does that make a bit Does that make a bit do Yeah, so I yeah mean,
0: it, makes, it makes some sense to me. It's almost like, um, you know, when you eat food, yeah. your digestive system breaks it down and it gets solved at the same time. Yeah. Pretty much like that. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: But this one we're talking about milliseconds yeah Mm. it's just parallel processing
2: at like a crazy scale
1: yeah so i guess it's just trying to process as much information as possible um, at a fast pace as well because i mean you'd be there forever if you tried to do it yourselves
2: yeah i mean the the first place is going to get used is to for like financial crime and security basically okay the way that all of our payments right now are, are secured is they have, they, they put a math problem that's too hard for computers to solve. Got you. Which is, you know, prime numbers? Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you solve two, multiply two, like the most prime, the prime numbers are the ones where, you know, I'm, I'm going to mess this up. But long story short, you have to figure out what two numbers multiply to give the number. Mm. Simple as that, but it scales badly. You need crazy computing power. But with quantum computers, you can do it. So all of the WhatsApp, when it says, you know, 260-bit encryption, that's all this stuff.
0: Is that the four two one problem? Same, old, bro. The like the four two one problem, where basically, whatever number you can multiply, it will always come down. Like you multiply it, subtract one, something like that, and it will always come down to four oh, two one. Oh, really? I think I think it's something like they're trying to solve it. It's never been solved. It's yeah. a mass problem that's never been solved. Okay.
2: Yeah. Do you know? I never heard it before. But I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if they're linked. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. when it comes to like number systems and patterns, there's always links for sure. Okay. Fair.
3: Yeah.
1: Is there anything they haven't resolved? I mean, obviously that sounds ridiculous, but like, on they're on the cusp of resolving. If that makes sense.
2: Yeah, I mean, the, all the stuff I was just talking about, quantum computing, is still quite far away because the technology of it is hard, hard to do. Right. Okay. It's really hard to do. It's really really hard. Um. Yeah. And so yeah, we still we still got a little while. But yeah, no, no. In terms of stuff, like yeah, there's loads of stuff that haven't haven't been solved, man. The more you learn, the more you realise you don't know. It, it, God, that's a, yeah, that's, that's a fact. fact. <laughs> yeah, it's realized,
3: that. a fact. Yeah, no, I
0: actually realise that. You, that's a fact. You believe you know everything, and it's like you don't actually know nah. everything.
1: But I think there's a beauty in not knowing everything as well. I think, 100%. oh, God, I couldn't imagine what um, being all-knowing would be like. like that's terrifying. Yeah. Especially as the universe keeps on growing and developing, and then being able to resolve that, that's insane 100 so i think there is a beauty in not knowing um i guess just before we round off um we wanted to talk about the netflix deal yeah. um dk daniel kaluuya um <laughs> is involved as i believe it's a movie as well yeah. what's that like and how did that come about? because that's crazy the book's not even out yet you're already getting things patterned for the journey ahead
2: yeah like what's that must feel amazing yeah yeah it does it does <laughs> Um, I mean, honestly, it's it's, it's still it's still kind of sinking in. Mm. Yeah, I, I most of the time I don't process any of this stuff like it's happened to me. If mm-hmm. yeah, that okay. makes any sense, right. it kind okay. of like just because it's it, it's a little bit. I mean, it's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. blessed. Um, it's just a, a like a high gradient of change. Yeah, that of makes any sense. because yeah. the way it happened, the the book deal and the Netflix deal happened in the same month.
3: Okay. Wow.
2: Yeah. Um, my book kind of leaked out, and then I was chatting to, like, doing Zoom calls during COVID with, like, mm. these Hollywood people saying we're interested in the thingy. I was like, I don't know. I don't really understand the industry.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Do
2: you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's all quite new. Um, but it, I think the sickest part about it is just the fact that it gives me a bit more room to do what I want to do. Yeah. I mean, I, this this time a lot, like, sort of a year, two years ago, I was I was working full time, and it was fun but there was just a part of me that I knew the whole time wasn't being expressed. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, of course. Um, and so just being able to invest in myself, invest in my creativity, um, do you know what I mean? I have to learn a lot of things, but I guess that's part of yeah. life as well. Yeah. Um, and the support I've gotten has been has been sick from like family and friends and just all, all around. Um, so now I'm,
3: I'm I'm enjoying
2: it. I'm also. you nah, You have, to. Yeah, have, you have sure. got to,
3: man. When you watch the movie, are you going to be one of those guys like you, like, oh, why did they change this about <laughs> like, what's in the in the book, or try to Do you
2: Because
3: know that happens a lot with a lot of books yeah, that become movies, 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 don't they? Yeah.
2: yeah, no. I said this to someone recently, but like it's the, the, the analogy I got told was for this exact same situation. I got yeah. given advice to somebody who who adapted books to films before. His mm. own film book had been adapted to film, mm. right? So he'd gone through this. And I'll twist his analogy, but he basically said, "Imagine you design like the perfect suit, an Ankara suit.
3: Okay, like, mm,
2: perfect. You got the tailoring, you have your model, you know, like 6'3", All the, everything's cut. Um, and then somebody takes that, you sell it, and then somebody takes that, um, and they turn it into bikini. <laughs> right? <laughs> but but right. hear this, hear <laughs> this. Okay, the bikini might might have been better than your suit. Okay, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: You dig what I'm saying? There, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And
2: so it just depends on who made the bikini. Yeah. And in That's this true, case, yeah. I mean, in this case, it's not even a bikini. I mean, like, right, right now, they're actually staying pretty true to the source material. so it's That's fun. good. Yeah. But, like, ultimately, I mean, Danny Khalid is on it, so we can't, can't fit. I no, <laughs> can't man. complain, um, man. That boy's a king then, Oscar winner we as well. Off yeah. We so, off. I mean, From the like, ends as well, so it's, it's yeah. more. Yeah. It's authentic. Yeah. It's authentic. And then what's his name? The other producer is a guy named Eric Newman. His company made Narcos. Oh. Yeah. Um and, and Bright as well, actually. A couple of other films. Um, and so it's just a strong team. So I'm mm. more like using the opportunity to just learn and like put my creative do you know what I mean all that yeah. stuff. Mm. To the side.
1: I mean, you'd be cast as a producer on it as well. Yeah.
2: Way. So I'm executive producer on it. Of course, yeah. yeah. So, like, so yes. I have, like, monthly calls just chatting through different aspects. Mm.
1: Yeah. And I'm assuming they just want to make sure that you're okay with it. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't
2: know how no, this so My but expertise is mean. what they want. They can do. <laughs> Surely they... <laughs> That's jokes. Um, nah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's a bit of both. I think um, these days they're including, like, authors more in that process. Before, they were just, like... Just we'll take it. it, it and then we're, yeah, and we're going to go. yeah. Piss yeah. Off. yeah. Uh, that's
1: it. Yeah, yeah no but I, I think you'd have to be involved in it You i think it will be more true especially the the eventual fans who will be coming out they'd want to they'll take comfort in the fact that you were involved because i know the author of the percy jackson films she hates them i think he he or she anyway she hates them and it's just like they totally demolished really? my creation more or less yeah um but now it's back at uh, Disney. And she, I think she's a lot more involved in the series, which is due to come out. Okay. Um, mm. Which was what she wanted. But to be fair to her, like, knowing a bit about the books and n- having watched the films, like, they did, they just did not respect her. <laughs> they did. At, at all. At all. So... so yeah. Was
0: was this a situation where you sold the book to the film producers or the, the industry? Well, I don't know, like... Of course, you can't sell it to the industry, but you sold it to the producers, or you lease it to the producers, or they just pick up and say,
2: "Yeah, and this so is your it, book." It's a Netflix deal, basically. Okay. Yeah. Oh, right. So okay. Cool. it's it's, it's kind of complicated in the background, but it's Netflix and the producers are fifty nine percent Daniel Clear's company and and
3: uh, and uh, Screen Arcade, basically. Okay. And so yeah, that's generally how it works. Yeah. Fair enough, man. With the um audio book, um, I think I was talking to Tom because he did the um. The voice for it, I believe. Yeah. Did you have much of an input yeah. in that as well? Yeah. Do you know we
2: went we went nuts on the audiobook. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So I so I I thought that like the story could just be a lot sicker if we had music in it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just like some, you know, when you watch films, if you watch a film with no music in it, yeah, so you you've lost a
3: whole different like <laughs> element dimension. You lost the yeah, dimension. Yeah, lost yeah. That. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: And so I wanted to chuck in some music, basically, and so. I, I don't know much about, I'm, I'm, I mean, I, I love music. I listen to it like most of us, but I'm not a musician. Mm. Yep. And okay. so I reached out into sort of people I knew to find out people who might be interested in just doing something mad. Um, and so there's a guy, he's an 18-year-old Ghanaian uh, producer, beat, beat maker. He's like, he plays drums in his church. Yeah. Um, and he's a fresher at uni right now. Yeah. But he makes sick beats and he threw them online. Um, I know a guy named, he raps as well, a guy named CS who had taken one of his beats. Yeah. Um, He just saw online and he said, like, patent it. And so he got his contact details. We got him in the studio. When I was at Oxford, the guy in my college, like a couple of years below, um, is now music director for The Globe. Okay. Okay. And so he does, like, post-classical music. We got these two in the studio. My cousins came, CS came. We all just basically said, come with three instrumentals for the book. One Afro beats, one drill, um, and then James Maloney, the the guy at the Globe, made a post-classical kind of thing. Yeah. Got you. Um, so we chucked that in. And so it's kind of backing Tom, Tom Mucci's and, and Rich's, uh vocals. And so it comes, it comes in quite nice. I actually think yeah. the audiobook is going to be a special product, especially because okay. I think a lot of people don't have time for the habit of reading. Reading, yes. yeah. yeah.
0: Um, I think
3: yes. you, you listen to audiobooks more than reading, don't you? Yeah, more time. Yeah. That's well, actually To be honest,
0: I've I've really taken I've really taken the time to listen more to audiobooks and podcasts just because there's an interesting conversation and also with the audiobooks there is more conceptualizing. Yeah. It. Um whereas music, of course, you know exactly what lyric they're gonna say. Yeah. Um unless you listen to something completely different where it's a completely different genre, yeah, uh, then you don't know what to expect. But more time in terms of lyrics, I mean there's only much that you can say on a song yeah. that is
2: yeah, now I hear that, yeah. Accepted
0: by society in yeah. some much. Yeah, what is
2: was the challenge, isn't it? I mean, I, I think Zadie Smith is one who said sort of, in many ways, in black culture, because, you know, the chicken leg thing, because books haven't been written for for black people as as much as they they need to have been, in terms of us being represented in books that we really, really want to read about, mm-hmm. um, we've, in many ways, found our voice for storytelling through music. Yep. You know? and yeah. So yeah, it's ended up, that's almost... That's uh, I think our literary base in music is way stronger than it is in books. Mm. Absolutely, like the tradition, the stories, like, do you know what I mean? When you when you think about your favorite rapper, you kind of you know their story, you know where they come from.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Exactly.
2: How they feel about certain things is storytelling. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, no, I think there's an opportunity in books because obviously there's only so much you can fit in a three minute song. <laughs> yes. So if you to want to tell song, a bigger yeah. story, then that you do need a longer format. So audiobooks is, are, are interesting. And it's
3: good that we have people like you doing this because you can open a door for, like, a kid who black. Like, yeah, I don't exactly. know what to do with my life. You've written a book yeah. who identifies, you know, being a black guy. Like, oh, I can do this as well. If yeah. you can do it, why, why yeah, can't I? 100%. So,
2: now, honestly, I mean, it, it, it's tough because I always open with the sort of quantum physics stuff. I, I, I'll be honest, that, that was hard. That took work to get there. <laughs> but a lot of the stuff I'm doing right now, I feel like, there's a lot of just win-wins in the community, man. Mm. There's just a, uh, just talent all over the place. Um, and I think when there's more conversation across generations, sort of within generations as well, there's mm. just a lot of talent that can be sort of... But yeah, I'm, I'm excited about what you're describing, though. Just, like, seeing young young people capitalizing on opportunity today, basically.
3: Absolutely. Representation is key, man. No, it matters, yeah. man. It's key. Can't
1: put a price on it at all. 100%. Um, okay, bro, so... Please, unless everyone anyone else has any other questions. I think that's it. All right. Mm. Let me not forget because he'll he'll get angry. Um <laughs> music for this week, please.
2: Uh, we just pick a song music. to
3: put on our playlist oh, yeah, uh, yeah. each week. So if there's any if there's one song you're listening to right now, feel free to, to plug it. Basically, I Ooh.
2: saw the last one. You guys were plugging on no? Yes, yes Yes. Big Not up to East. him. Very good album. That was yeah. called.
1: Yeah, I've even gone back to it actually. I was just like, this is so good. He's a madman. He's Dude, very what? special.
2: Nah, he's very, very talented, isn't he?
1: Mm. It's like, just his flow in the pockets that he can get into. I don't think anyone else is doing that right now. 100%. Absolutely. No, his,
2: his, his technique, is, his tech is mad. For real. Tech is and then on top of that, he's a showman as well, right? Fat. He's got yes. the... He's got yeah. the. Fan it's, a, it's a potent <laughs> package.
0: Absolutely. Yes, hundred percent. Um, well, I'm gonna start it off. Um I was gonna put on this song, My Muse by S and E. Um, I really liked it, but to be honest, there's another song that really gravitated that I really gravitate towards, and that's T T E D uh I T N S.
3: T D N S. T. I don't know why he said his name is that Yeah.
0: It's is so bad. The HB freestyle. Really good. Yes. Really, really um, good. Um great off. sample. Um great production on the song, of course. But mm-hmm. as I said, it's one of those it's one of those songs that it's it's just a different individual, but it's the same, similar story, and it's just it's lovely. But this one's more of an update of his story. Okay. So yeah.
1: It's a freestyle but yeah, Love that um, My choice is going to be by a man by the name of Gels I came across it on Twitter Just in the comments um, You know how you see people promoting their songs But that's more or less where I found it It's called Bachata um, It's got like a It's drill influence But it's got like a Spanish sort of fe- Or Hispanic sort of feeling Beat to it Which I think if you lis- Once you listen to it Will really take suck you in So nah Great song um, yeah, Keep doing your thing
3: nice nice um mine is uh by nas it's called rare we put on the album last mm. week it's okay. really really good um kings, kings is, two, no? yeah, yeah number two and there's some really good songs on there some and really that, good songs that right? song stuck out to me the most it was really in his bag
2: but you know my one's a bit old but it's still like one of the ones i'm repeating these days that's all good um, but yeah ko table okay
3: okay you yeah that perfect. one no i don't think i have
1: but we'll find out this week when we put in the Absolutely. playlist. So. Sick. Nah, it's good, and that's that's the beauty of the playlist. It helps us to find new songs that we might not have ha- heard before. So, yeah. yeah, no, that's that is the beauty of it. So, tell the people on where they can find you online. Just remind them when the book is coming out. Um, all it's of that fun. good stuff. Yeah. So, you um, so? no.
0: Nah, Nah, nineteen. 19- oh, okay. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um. Yeah. The upper world. Um, by Femi Fadiga, coming out on nineteenth of August, so less than a week from now. Amazing! Um, yeah, you can get it everywhere you get books, basically. Amazon, I love it. And all the rest, beautiful, Enjoy perfect, it. it's incredible.
1: All right, Wonderful. well, Maiden Chafford Podcast episode 100, One for the books, quite literally. Um, <laughs> one for the books. Is that the name of this episode? No?
3: <laughs> Jesus Christ. <I>
1: All right, until next time you can right. follow us on anything everything made in chafford thank you um, guys. thank you yeah peace nah, cheers, thank boys. you very
3: much peace man. and blessings nah. well,
1: thank, yeah, thank you thanks
2: That's for man. having it's me